Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connor and this is the Nerd at Gods podcast, episode 199. Joining me, as always, Daniel Neverwilly. What's going on, gamers? What's up? What's up, Daniel? Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, what do you mean? I've been here the whole time. Have you? Secretly? Yeah. Just yeah. been in the background. I'm always lurking. Stairs. You were at Sim's house. Yeah. Lurking. Out with him. Mm-hmm. Lurking. Lurking on Sims. Yeah. I put, my, put a wig on, so mm-hmm. he thought he was, like, talking to his daughter. You know, okay. it was actually me. He had a third kid all of a sudden. He was just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> I was expecting this to happen at any point. Mm-hmm. So I can't keep track. <laughs> when did that? When did you have another kid? <laughs> and he's so big and has a beard. <laughs> he's already so big. <laughs> you got pigtails. It's like, she's so big. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> little, uh, little Matilda there. You got you hit Matilda, puberty all that's of a sudden. My... I, don't know. I don't know what your girl name would you be. You couldn't do it with a D. It has to do with a D. I like Matilda, though. Maybe you got the magical powers and stuff. Underrated movie. Yeah, classic. I remember watching it as a kid. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think they would have like turned that into a whole franchise by now? I don't know if yeah, Disney owns that or, one. Or like, bring it back. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Make a sequel. Three different prequels. Six different spinoffs. I want a movie of shows. The, that fat kid that ate the cake. I want I want I to watch something based off of that. that kid. Yeah, yeah, a spinoff show that's just in the school, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Following yeah. the fat kid. Yeah. He's yeah, the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. his his group of friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can see that. Get into like their home life and it's all like fucked up and stuff. And <laughs> getting beat by his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that kid's for sure getting beat by that. <laughs> Probably <laughs> deserves it for being honest. <laughs> I mean you see how fat he was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was also a little asshole. So it's like, all right. Yeah, you know, at some point. some Wow. You know what I mean? Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> uh, Dadia, how you been? Anything fun happened recently? No, not not really. Not, not really. really. No. Just work. That's it. Fucking boring, man. I'll tell you. Mm, yeah. Damn Games. Way. I want to show off my cat. Where the fuck is he? I don't know. I saw him. And then he disappeared. You have a Connor has a new kitty. Everybody, this is this is Nacho. He's uh, so fluffy and cute. Uh, I'll explain this again. Everyone thinks I named him Nacho because he's orange, which I did, right? You know, Nacho's orange. They're they're kind of yellow though, if you think about it. Right? Sure, it's like cheese whiz color. But really, he's named after Nacho from Better Call Saul. You won't get fucking nerdy about it. Mm-hmm. Don't claw me. Yeah, he, it's Michael Mondo. He's ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Nacho. He don't like being held. Mm, I could see. Yeah. He's made his debut on the show now. Anyways, Daniel. It's been another busy week in the world of video games. Yeah. Uh, it's about to be another busy week next week. Well, yeah. we might be talking about it on the show, but next week uh, we got the Yeah, I suppose more, we'll be so. recording that day, huh? Yeah, we'll be doing yeah. it before, so... Yeah, well, I'll have a 200th episode next week. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah big gotta, deal for us. Get Sims on for that one, yeah. 200. Yeah, 200. Oh, damn. Getting old. How, 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 you know? how could you deal with me for like over three years? I don't it's almost know. been four years. I can't even deal with me for that long. I know. So I don't, you know, how do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to deal with me and you. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> And <rough>. Sims. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. That's a rough How time. are you here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we should get tons of news next week. I guess it won't exactly be on the show, but we'll just yeah, news yeah. on the Game Awards, which will suck kind of because I suppose next week will be a very light news week because they'll hold it all for the Game Awards. Yeah, we could still get the Rockstar news right before. Mm, good point. Good point. I've been yeah. waiting for that. I said, I said, what be... I say? this Friday. What's it could today? be tomorrow. 
Today's the thirtieth. Okay, they yeah. start early December. Yeah, it be tomorrow, right? It's yeah. The first. Do they go super early December and do the first? Yeah. Mm. On that Friday, big news on Friday, right? That's what yeah. I was thinking. I'd like that. That'd be fun. Now we'll find out. Well, Daniel, speaking of Rockstar, sort of oh. in a way. That was a good meeting. Uh, the the the, the, the co-founder. Yeah, co-founder. Uh, Laszlo Jones and Michael Unsworth, two former key figures over at Rockstar Games, have joined Dan Hauser, who was the former president of Rockstar Games, at his new studio, Absurd Ventures, which we know Absurd Ventures is sort of a game studio, but they're also supposed to be a multimedia studio of some sort with films, yeah. animation, other stuff, I guess. They just did like graphic novels or something as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. They're writing books over there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on exactly, but supposed to be a uh a, a media centric place who knows exactly what they're making but two key figures over at rockstar are now joining dan hauser over there daniel how are we mm -hmm. feeling about this this has been an ongoing story i mean you were just talking about this before we started recording throughout yeah. the whole course of our show yeah we have i think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where uh like podcast episode one is was dan hauser leaving uh early 2020 like February 2020, Dan Dan was leaving. So, yeah, we've been talking about Absurd Ventures. I it, obviously he didn't start Absurd Ventures until a little later. Uh, he didn't. It didn't seem like he knew what he was going to do. So, um, yeah, getting Laszlo. We've talked about Laszlo being a big deal when he left. Didn't really know what he was going to do. Uh, I don't really remember Michael very much, but um, it's a name I've heard. Yeah, I feel me like too. yeah, like I just a high executive producer. Yeah. Yeah, it really seems like it's just Sam, you know, is really the last kind of stronghold at Rockstar. But yeah, it seems like he's really staffing up to to have a good writing team. So yeah, I I hope that they do a video game. Like it, it's cool to see Dan and Laszlo and all of them if they want to flex their muscles and do a movie or whatever, graphic novel or something. But I would like to see them tackle a video game on their own terms. Some sort of indie project, some sort of could be a uh, you know just a narrative walking around type of game, you know, like a Edith Finch or something, but written by them. Like I think something like that could be really cool. They'd probably take it to a, a, a different level, you know, be a little more serious or a little darker, a little more violent, you know, but have their kind of flavor on it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I never even thought of that. If they made some sort of smaller type of game, I know we know the guy from uh, Naughty Dog. I forget his name now. Bruce something. Oh, he, Straley. Uh, Straley. Yeah, he's he's making a smaller game over that. So that kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of that. But yeah, with this whole company being a multimedia thing, I do wonder if it's more like a we'll write the game for you type of thing, and then you oh. you go make it. Yeah, I wonder if it's like, like that. Like we hire? stay like super hmm. small and like. You know, and then you guys kind of go and make the game around that type of thing or the movie or the graphic novel or something like that. Like, I wonder if it's like that small where he would like literally have like Laszlo and uh, Unsworth. Right. And then maybe yeah. like, you know, 10 other people on the team or something like that. And they just like do that and kind of, yeah, like a gun for hire. Like you just said, I wonder if it's more like that or if they are going to hire up higher developers and everything you would need to actually make the game. Right. I think that's a. I didn't think about that. I did not think about. Like, it's just a weird way to like propose to it. Like we're so used to seeing studios pop up and being like, "Hey, we're making a AAA game now," or "Hey, we're making a small little indie game now," or something like that, right? And we're hiring up for that. But this is like specifically noted as, "Hey, we're making or we're we're making multimedia things here." Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're the best, but I would say that Rockstar higher up writing 
team was one of the best in the industry, at least in my opinion. So like having most of them just be at this company, like why would you not want them to write your game? Fair. You know? Like I would want Dan to write my game. Yeah. If if that was an option. I don't know how expensive they would be, right? But yeah, like that have them try to write other people's stuff. That'd be really cool. Like hypothetically, right? Say you're like Ubisoft and you're like, hey, write the next like watchdogs, you know, or Watch some dogs. shit. You know, yeah, some shit like that. We'll make the game. You know, I don't know. Like that that'd be cool. I don't I don't know if that's exactly what they're going for here. Again, very we're we're gonna have to see in the coming years here what exactly they're doing, but uh yeah, I don't know. That's just something that came to mind. Uh, Microsoft is going to approach them or Xbox, and they're going to write the third Viva Pinata game. <laughs> That'd be it's awesome. a violent game. <laughs> That'd <laughs> <Yeah>. be awesome. <laughs> Grand Theft P- Pinata. Mm-hmm. You, know? yeah. you just go punch another pinata candy comes out and then you like take him out of the car i like i would like if literally everything they wrote was just a gta clone but, but it just <laughs> it fit in their world yeah it's literally just That's gta awesome. again that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah so i don't know what would you want to see them do next would you want the indie project or would you want mm. something else do you want them to make a big triple a game again do you want a movie i want games i want them i think that they're uh It'd be interesting to see a movie that's not what I want. I I would I would like to see what a Dan Hauser movie could be. Like I think that maybe he could make it work being very cinematic, but I definitely want a game. Um I, I don't know I don't necessarily need a big open world game from them. Like that's what they've used to, so maybe that's what it would be. But I think just to just focus on the story to start with, like a smaller project, so that people could see what their their new you know studios is so i would say uh, just a more narrative kind of walking around type of game just to start with yeah i'm kind of with you on that i i like the idea of them staying smaller if they are making a game i think that that sounds fun to me uh something way more linear than what grand theft auto actually is you know it's a the walking simulator idea definitely intrigues me i don't know if they want to add some cool gameplay element i don't know you gotta figure these are like three really smart guys within video games right so they could kind of just make whatever they want i'm sure it'll be great i mean if 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 i'm doing like ideal it's like this is like super ideal it's like all right like cd projects they're getting ready to to start up the new cyberpunk game we're gonna hire absurd ventures and then have our lead writers and we're gonna do a big thing that's what i would want That'd be fucking awesome, right? That'd be sick. Having just because CD Projekt has amazing writers too. They have all their games, but imagine them with um some of the best writers in the industry as well. Like that's just just like let Dan just write whatever he wants in that world. That'd be awesome. Side note, sort of, but they could kind of use them too with this new Boston studio being the ones to head up over at CD Projekt Red with that new Boston studios being the ones to head mm, up the yeah. uh, the next cyberpunk game right so and, and it seems like the Polish team is going to just stay on the Witcher from now on which makes sense yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense but it seems like majority of the mainsteads over at CD stayed over in Poland to work on Witcher right and then I know the one guy who directed um What's the DLC called? Phantom Liberty. Phantom Liberty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he went over to Boston now, and now he's full on directing the next Cyberpunk game. So I don't know. That'd be an interesting little idea there. Yeah. That motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> he's trying to. He's trying to lick your Xbox. He's gonna smell Master Chief. 
uh but yeah i mean all very interesting here i'm shocked uh like i wonder if like if they do get into tv or something like have these guys write the 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 red dead redemption tv show you know or something Whoa. like that or, GTA or a gta TV thing show. yeah something like that because i'm t- so surprised there isn't a gta or red dead show in development right now you know yeah with all yeah. of these popping up like, everywhere, you know, because we got so many different projects with video game adaptations right now. I'm surprised there isn't a Red Dead or GTA going on. I think Rockstar, it's too, they're too proud. Yeah. But like, I wonder if the relationship between those, right, the like absurd, I'll just call them absurd ventures now. If absurd ventures and like take two have a good relationship. Did Dan leave like angry Fair. or was it, was he, was he just ready? Yeah. If he was just ready, there's still a relationship there, right? Like, I know his brother is, you know, ahead of Rockstar still, but like, I know that Take Two would have to be involved as well. Yeah, I, you got to figure it's good somewhat, at least still the relationship, right? I mean, with how successful they were, and then his brother's still working there on top of that, right? You got to figure even if they were in a spat at some point, right? The, like that they came back together and got along. Yeah. I mean, they're brothers, right? Brothers fight. So you figure at some point they... they I was thinking the spat would be higher, though. Higher right? not, not Rockstar, like Take Two. Yeah. Is what I would think. Like maybe Strauss or somebody like that. Yeah. Maybe. You know, you got to figure there's so much yeah. money going on there. How could you guys not yeah. be happy? <laughs> true. You know? Very true. So he probably just wanted to go off and do something else. It doesn't seem like the relationship is soured in any way, so... I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see, but very interesting stuff here. Uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on then. Daniel, I saved this one for you because I do not I saw that. understand what is going on with this. Uh, the it's long, been a couple weeks. Yeah. The long-running online service uh, for competitive video game tournaments, Game Battles, is shutting down uh, early next year. Daniel, I am completely in the dark here. I have no idea what this even is, so um Take it away. yeah so this was a so the game battles was a website that we used to use to do tournaments and like do um like seasons of like competitive play like tournaments would be very specific most of the time we would play full seasons like you'd have like i forget how many matches you do but you'd have whole matches throughout months and have a season and then you'd have like like a playoffs basically where you'd do little tournaments and then have a chant for the season stuff like that um and uh yeah it's just something i did for a long time i talked about my competitive call of duty stuff that was all on game battles um it used to be um i think owned by its its own it was its own company and website and stuff and then mlg ended up buying them out um so then they were like officially licensed thing from mlg which mm. I don't know if you know MLG. Maybe yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you probably recognize that logo. Yeah, yeah, the red yeah, and the blue, the, the controller, yeah, the controller. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is yeah. It, seeing that it was going to get shut down, really sad. You know, I have a lot of memories playing game battles. Met a lot of people. Not always great people, but met a lot of people through game battles. You know, um, well, very fun time. Call of Duty motherfuckers coming on. <laughs> you don't even know, dude. Chugging monster. You're talking <laughs> shit. Yeah. You don't even. It, they, they, they brutal. Those are some brutal people. <laughs> really. Worst of yeah. the worst. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, what do you think the problem was here exactly? Do you think just not enough people were using it? 
and uh, just kind of faded away after a while. Yeah, I think I think so. I think yeah. it just kind of slowly faded, and um, maybe people kind of stopped using it. I don't. I, I think maybe people just don't really do that anymore. It's just more not in the mindset of how people play competitive or even online stuff. Because a lot of like games started doing like competitive like ranked stuff in um in the game like if you go to like halo you have like social stuff social playlists and then you have your ranked playlist your ranked stuff they don't really do tournaments in games usually but um or even like seasonal stuff like i was talking about but games just started doing more ranked stuff so i think it kind of that's kind of where people just stay. They didn't really go to a website and do that kind of stuff. Cause it was more, it was a hassle. You kind of had to have your website pulled up for telling you who you're going to play, what their gamer tag was. You kind of had to like figure out, okay, these are the people who's like the leader of their team. So you can like message them to get everyone into a lobby and then all the, all that kind of stuff. Like you had rules set. You had to make sure the rules were right. You had, what maps were kind of randomized usually you can i think i think it was always randomized and then it was like best we usually played i think best two or three but you go best three or five stuff like that for maps but yeah it was very interesting i remember a time when i was like 17 two of my friends were like deep into this on call of duty and they were they were in a tournament and they they had like the tournament bracket written out on, on like a whiteboard <laughs> yeah, like the room. and they like brought over uh you, you know a screen and their xbox and shit and they got like super hardcore into it oh and, yeah uh, yeah i'm wondering if that was through that now because it probably it was. probably was through game battles it was very yeah, popular this, for this, a long time all 360 like... I don't know, probably like 2011, 2012-ish, so. Oh, perfect timing. Yeah, yeah 360 right era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Black Ops 2 they were playing, so. That makes sense. It was yeah. a very big one. Yeah, yeah very competitive. I think game, I was right? a little bit before Black Ops 2. Like, yeah. I, my first one was Call of Duty 4 for game battles, so 2007-ish. I had, like, a really cheap, really bad laptop at the time. That's kind of what I was using. But, um, yeah, I was on some pretty pretty high-ranking teams. We won a lot of seasons. Um, yeah rest what, in peace to game battles what is I, I mean this is a very broad question but what is the competitive gaming scene even like nowadays like is it is it about call of duty still or is it i mean there is on there is like high level call of duty stuff like yeah. game battles is definitely not the highest level right like it is it was like its own thing but uh, i mean there is like high level call of duty stuff still still going it's on it's definitely yeah. not what it was i don't think yeah did they do they just kind of like pick a main one still or do they upgrade every year no they were going to the, to the one. new are they year, yeah. yeah interesting um i was yeah, wondering with that type of stuff if they just like kind of picked one they really liked and you know everyone just kind of stuck with that one for competitive gaming but no uh, even yeah. even for us in game battles we would just move on to the next game oh really okay yeah and i was a crazy guy back in the day where like so in the, the call of duties that i was playing when you would like go to go through your next prestige level you would like lose everything. There was no like tokens where you can like yeah. take things over. There was no tokens. It was like I didn't even know they had tokens everything. now. Oh yeah, so, so now over, they have yeah. like little token things where you can like oh I'm gonna keep uh whatever dead dead silence because that was a very important perk back in the day. Oh okay. Um, so you can like do that, but back in the day they did not have any of that. Yeah, it was just that's, like that's how I remember. Prestige, you got to level up. So what I would do, there's this crazy Daniel that grinded. I would oh it's Friday night. Oh, it's double XP weekend. But I still got I, I got tournaments. 
I'm going to prestige and I'm just going to all night it <laughs> and try yeah. to get to yeah. <laughs> You're hardcore. Like, I'm like trying to get to the certain level to get certain attachments to like get certain perks just so I could be okay enough to play. That was me. <laughs> I think Go I to a prestige in a maybe, weekend. Maybe one time. In a Call of Duty I would prestige game. in a weekend for double XP weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> no, down and all night. All right. <laughs> uh, so do you think anything's going to come and like take its place here? Or has stuff kind of already come and taken its place? To be honest, I'm not just not a part of that scene anymore. So yeah. like, I don't know if like people are doing because of how like we were just doing regular Call of Duty, obviously. So like, I don't know if people are doing stuff for like Battle Royales, right? Like. Are you are, are there like tournaments for battle royales? So like I don't know if something's already taken the place of that. Oh, that's a good question. There you know must be mean? tournaments for battle royales, right? I would assume so for like Apex, Fortnite, and Warzone. Like I assume there's got to be something. Yeah, I have no. I'm not in that scene anymore. Really. Yeah. All right. Well, they don't want me to come out of retirement. You know nah, what I mean? No, nah, no, nah, you'll be prestige within an hour. So. <laughs> I'm too old. You know, <laughs> Can't be I don't have that the shit anymore. I don't have the. uh the, the, re the reflex the reflexes yeah. we got i remember people used to always talk about it like man you gotta be seven years old to have these reflexes now. i think your prime for games is like 18 to 25 wow that's for 24 yeah and if you're not there that old if you're older than that like i think some teams wouldn't even pick you up that's so funny yeah it's crazy <laughs> it's so funny it's but a, that's a some... smaller window than most sports uh, it is and probably and all get... sports honestly you get like a few that that obviously go beyond. Like if anyone uh, remembers Scump, I think he actually just recently retired from Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, long time Call of Duty player, like one of the best Call of Duty players, you know, kind of ever. Uh, at least in terms of the tournaments and stuff. Uh, he had just recently retired, but he was like, he's probably in his early thirties. He's probably just wow. a few years older than me. Yeah, he had to retire. Like, had to he just, away already, huh? yeah, he, I think he just wanted to retire. But like he, he, for going as long as he did, like that's that's some that's a that's a lot. You know, or somebody like Ninja. Everyone knows Ninja. Good, huh? Yeah, yeah. Ninja's, how old is that guy now? Ninja's probably in his early 30s still. He's probably 33, 34 is what I would guess for Ninja. But like Ninja still competes at a pretty high level. And like, like that's impressive. Like it doesn't happen often. Like yeah. you don't get a lot of these guys that are. It doesn't like I, I don't mean it for it to sound funny that like early 30s is like you're kind of old for games. But it, it, it is if you know the competitive scene. Like just it just it doesn't is, yeah. happen. Yeah, like it, maybe it reminds me of, of uh, skateboarding a little. For know? sure, yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skateboarding. I mean, you look at like X Games now; it's all just like thirteen-year-olds, young kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's another one, a big one. Uh, if you've ever, I'm not a big MOBA person, but in League of Legends, if you ever heard of uh, Faker, you ever see that name before? He's been Faker. on like the the Game Awards when they do their like best competitive player. I think Faker's actually even in this year's. Faker's a pretty old player actually, but Is he's he? just okay. so good at League interesting yeah so it happens with a few people you'd in, figure it, league though you could stay in for a while right i don't know i think there's more button presses in league than you think there is is there okay yeah interesting yeah you would think that would be more strategic and uh no you know, it's you fast as, as you want is it really wow yeah it's very fast interesting there is a lot of strategy but from what i could tell from like it's there's a lot of speed involved okay. a lot of button clicks per minute as well um in that game Compared to like a Call of Duty where you're not like you're not shooting every second in Call of Duty really. But yeah. Huh? Rest in peace to game battles. I will miss it. I will keep all that in my head. Uh I had a pretty pretty high level like they had like 
ranks for your account your account rank would go up like i had a pretty high account rank i think it was like in the top 100 account rank just for how much i played at the time Damn. daniel's out here I have to make this a competitive gaming podcast. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm out of the scene, man. You got to pull me back in. Pull you back in, Michael Corleone. You know, you had to retire to commentary now. You know, pull me back in. Oh, you want to get me in the commentating booth? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know all the ins and outs, so I'd have to be the color commentator. You know, that'd be fun. You'd be great at that. that. Yeah, I could do that. I can make fun of these dumb kids. You know. And here goes little 13-year-old Billy. <laughs> Billy just got pushed into a locker last night. <laughs> Fucking dork. Uh, we should do that. We should see if they'll hire us. <laughs> <laughs> we can commentate? Yeah. Nice. Good time. We would be uh, fired after the first one. <laughs> Daniel, this is another older story, but Atlas okay. uh, will raise the average annual salary for its employees by 15% starting next April. Daniel, I thought this was a nice little story, considering yeah. all the layoffs we uh we got this throughout this whole year, right? We just see it left and right. I know another studio just got tons of layoffs. I think yesterday, I don't think it was a video game studio that Weta thing. I forget exactly. What oh, that was or whatever. yeah. Yeah. Well, Weta is just a famous, more like visual effects. Studio. Visual effects studio. Still, yeah. people they did, like, tech getting laid and... off, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we've just been seeing that all year. So I thought this was a nice little story. We don't got to talk about it too much, but I just wanted to throw it out there, throw some positivity out there. Well, Atlas, Atlas, and then if you want to go like higher up a little bit more, like Sega, they've been killing it, you know. Yeah. Like Sega was in a weird way for a while there. I think like right before Yakuza kind of picked back up. Yakuza feels like it has, like, you know, set sail for um, Sega. Like they bringing them back, and then also with Persona being so critically popular, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Persona, maybe may, 5 has been very successful for them, and it's the most successful in the franchise, but I'm curious what 6 is going to do, yeah, especially definitely. with how popular it is now. I think that is going to really put Persona more. Um, but right now, it's it, they're really, like, on Yakuza. Yakuza's really been, or I, I should say like a dragon, they've been really um, carrying Sega. So Atlas has been also doing great. Like, they seem to not really miss. So I know they have one game next year that uh, memory re Fantasio whatever was the name of that game. No, I think you got it. I think you got Is it. I'm not going to attempt right? to th- say what I thought the name was. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> That's right. That was close. I think <laughs> That's probably it. Spot on. Uh, also, Persona Three uh, remake, right? Oh that, yeah, the that remake as well. Yeah, yeah. Next year, so and that'll probably be yeah. huge for them too. It just did Tactica, which reviewed well. So like, yeah, Alice is Alice is in a, in a good way, and uh, hopefully six is within the next few years. I would assume. Um, yeah, uh, it's good to see them knowing their success and then bringing that to their um, their employees, right? Yeah, instead of like keeping it to the executives, like let's raise maybe the employees' salary and then have them be happier. They'll put out better work, you know, and keep that cycle going. Seems like Japanese developers in general are more likely to cut uh, salaries of of higher ups and and give it to the lower downs than than American studios at least. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think like that they it, hear about that more over in Japan. Yeah, especially so, more than over in America. That's definitely company based. I'm sure though. Yeah, I'm sure there are are some companies that are maybe not as honorable like that, but like Nintendo has done that, and yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, just a nice little news story I want to throw in. Good on Atlas. Definitely. 
Uh, next up, then, confirming Jason Schreier's report from earlier this year, Bungie has officially delayed Destiny 2, the final shape, the uh, next Destiny expansion, to June 2nd, 2024. I believe it was a February release date originally. So it was early, yeah. Early February, so, uh, yeah, getting delayed, what, six-ish months delayed? Five months, whatever, yeah. right around there. Daniel, how you feeling? A lot riding on this, uh, what yeah. seems to be the final expansion for Destiny, right? Yeah, I know that they they're delaying as probably as much as they can. If if you would if if it were up to me, if this was even an option, I would just say delay it a little bit more, just so that you can hit that like mid September, right when Destiny One launched. Sure. Have it be like the ten year, make that. That's a big marketing beat, right? Yeah. It already they're already already going to make it a big marketing beat with like it being the ten year of of twenty twenty four being the just the ten year of Destiny, but have it be the ten year like when it dropped. I think that would be a really cool beat there. But um, but in terms of like the DLC itself, yeah, it really seems like Bungie's not in a good way. Um, they really feel like they need a win, probably. And I guess they're hoping that this is it. I don't I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It, um, you know, this whole Bungie story has been going on for pretty much this whole year now. Right. I mean, it hasn't really been yeah. starting with Lightfall. Right. When that kind of came out, yeah. kind of didn't get the, uh, the positive reception. Is that I'm last sure year or is that this wanted. year? That was this year. That was earlier this no year. No way, I feel like. dude! Oh my well, god! It's been a year. Jesus! <laughs> so it kind of this year. It kind of seemed like that god. came out, and then yeah. that kind of got negative reception from fans and critics alike. And then you know they got into the whole uh, layoff thing, and now delaying this. So uh, I mean, definitely in a transitioning phase. And we've just been talking about Bungie in general with the whole Sony side and them seemingly being part of the delay of or cancellation even of the the last of us game, multiplayer game and stuff like that or just even the whole live service like them yeah. being kind of weirdly in charge maybe maybe that's not the right way to put it but having a lot of say with playstation's live service initiative you know mm -hmm. we've been talking about that since they have kind of talked they want to use their expertise you know yeah so we've really been talking about bungie for this whole year and uh yeah now it seems like everything will lead up into this final shape thing i do just wonder if the main studs over at Bungie have moved on to Marathon. So, you know, like I'm wondering if that's if that's the big project, maybe there's something else. Yeah. Could be another you know? one going on like in the I background don't, there. Yeah. I just from my perspective, it doesn't feel like Marathon is like the big next big thing for them. You don't think so? It feels like that is more of a they're trying to do another type of game. And maybe if it does blow up, maybe they'll like staff up for that and it'd be its own thing. But I think mainline Bungie, I just don't see them that being their game, especially in not having like a campaign. Bungie likes their story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't but, know. It's uh, very interesting to, you know, try to figure out what's going on over there. I do wonder if Destiny 2 has just run its course, you know? Destiny 2 Destiny in particular, Destiny. you know, yeah. if that game just really has run its course. I mean, when did that come out now? 2017? 2017. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, how long can you keep a game like this going really you know it's like is it a forever thing you know like i don't think so i think at some point everyone's gonna just want you to move on to the next thing whether that be a destiny 3 or something else right i think destiny 3 has been in, in, been inevitable for a while uh or like the next iteration of it and it'd be like a new thing for a while now mm -hmm. like i think that's what a lot of this fatigue is probably coming to i think it being like the constant grind i feel like pff, I don't know. As we like, as like a lot of Destiny fans, when they were kind of run by Activision at the time, it really seemed like there was a lot of 
oh, is it Activision really putting the boot on them? You know, like, it, it, are they really constricting how they're doing things? But then when they left, that's when it seemed like they went off the deep end. Maybe it's just my perspective. I don't know. But it felt like when they were with Activision, just Destiny was in a better place. Sure. I don't know why that is. And maybe that's just, just me thinking it. But um, really, most of Destiny 2, I don't think, has been in a good place. Really? The whole thing? Yeah. Huh? There's been ups and downs. Like uh, Forsaken was really good expansion. Yeah. That was the, 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 the one the next year. Um, then you had, uh, the witch queen was a really good one. You had a few decent expansions, but how they completely changed the, the model of destiny is kind of just, I don't like it. And I wish they would just get rid of it. I don't like this constant, like big DLC. Then you have like three seasons within then a next big DLC, three seasons next. I don't want that. They're, they're trying to trickle out content to keep people going throughout that whole year. Yeah. That's just not how. I, I, I like that. I don't like that. I like having the big expansion. That's really nice. Bring you back, do some stuff. Then maybe having a few things in between each expansion, but not having three seasons in the middle. I don't... That just... So would you want those three seasons kind of incorporated into the big expansion? Yeah. And then yeah. you just play it all then, yeah. Keep me playing for a while, and then, you know... Do you think you that's have... what most people want, though? Because from, like, the outside looking in, it seems like they want the people that are playing every day not just when there's a big expansion but the people that yeah. are literally logging in every day to do their dailies or whatever the fuck they call them and then yeah. hop in hop out and they're at least playing for like an hour a day or whatever i think i think that from bungie's perspective they want people constantly playing the game so it yeah. makes sense with the seasonal content uh players i think probably some players like that content like having something new to keep looking forward to but i don't know they've been hemorrhaging players for a long time too though you know, so like, does the majority of them want that? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't really have the answer, but it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. Maybe that's me projecting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Just from my standpoint, I am just begging them to move on at this point. <laughs> like, you, would you play uh, Destiny 3? Yeah. I mean, I'd play the main campaign of Destiny. Yeah. So I, I played the main thing of Destiny 1, bounced out. I didn't hop back into Destiny 2, played the main thing of Destiny 2. Oh, did you 2, play any of the out. Destiny 1 DLCs? Nothing. Nothing Not even Taken King? Nope. I didn't, I didn't play. That's 2015? Yeah. Oh. It's, there was a year there where Destiny 1 was. Literally, there. Destiny to me it has just been uh, a weekend game. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> like, I played through the whole thing in, in a weekend, and then I'm out. That's that's literally what Destiny's always going to be. Which has been fine. You know, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Never reached anywhere near halo peak for me right it's never i've not i've not gotten that type of bungee since halo reach right so it's been a really long time for that and i would kill for a new straight up just bungee campaign right i would love that but i don't think we're getting that anytime soon but uh yeah so i don't know i would just like anything new like marathon sound somewhat interesting to me right it's like i don't know how long i'd stick with that but at least it's something new and you i would just check it out yeah, yeah i would definitely like to check it out um even a destiny at least gonna have that gameplay right yeah exactly it's gonna have great gunplay so even destiny destiny 2 i will give i did play that multiplayer mode for quite a bit and i stuck around with that for like a good month so i guess i did stick with destiny 2 much longer than i did destiny 1 but yeah it's uh it's just been a long time coming for me in in bungie games yeah i definitely feel that yeah all right well Bungie, bungie just needs to i i don't know and it 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 seems like maybe PlayStation has kind of saved Bungie from like 
some sort of like big layoff more than they already did. But I don't know. It's this seems like coincidence, but as soon as they got bought, it seems like we've been talking nothing but bad with them, right? Yeah. Well, I guess after they got bought, the the only big thing that has come out is Lightfall. It's right? Lightfall. Yeah, yeah. Which just didn't hit. So, and I mean, I suppose that was gonna happen at some point, no matter what, right? It's not like all yeah. these. It's not like all the big expansions hit, their, hit to the their same level, right? Expansion period. Is it out ever? of all of yeah. Destiny? So yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it sucks. It was their worst one. So yeah. But yeah, it's uh that's definitely unfortunate and yeah there were rumors going around that like they saved them from straight up being closed down which it's kind of hard to imagine bungie that being in a situation where they'd have to straight up close down but i guess maybe that was the case i guess we'll probably never really know right yeah unless like they come out and say it, and i doubt they would yeah uh all right cool well Bungie, definitely be keeping an eye on you. Regardless, yeah. I hope the DLC is good. I right. really do. For this like this light and darkness is supposed to be the the big showdown. Yeah, I hope it's as good as that's supposed to be. Right, it's not certainly a delay can't hurt it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. a big delay too. Yeah, big delay because this delay out of we didn't even say it. This is a delay out of PlayStation's fiscal year. Yeah, they're losing a lot of money that fiscal year. Yeah, definitely. So all right, coming out in June, June second now. We will see you then. Uh, next up, then, where were we? After it's now sixth delay, Skull and Bones finally has a new release date of February 13th, 2024. Daniel. Yeah. Here we go. Sixth oh, delay. Breaking Skull news. and Bones. We're here. Breaking news from, from Ubisoft. It got delayed again. Mm. Easy come, easy go. Big oof. We just got just announced it, and then it's delayed. We're all so excited. What if it doesn't even exist? You know, it's <laughs> just like, it's just like, hey, you know what? We just need something to market for years on end. Let's just make up a game. <laughs> just flash cut to an intern in the basement. He accidentally deletes like a file. <laughs> He's just sweating. <laughs> it's like, oh god! All of what did I do? You <laughs> saw like I yeah, have shit anyways. <laughs> he actually saved them money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tax right off now. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Andrew. All in bones, man. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, February thirteenth, I guess, is the day now. It's uh, funny enough coming out right alongside uh the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game now too. So. Is it the same week? Uh, I don't think it's the same week. I think it's like very near each other. I know that's February at some point. So yeah, do they have an an actual date for that right now? I think it's February twenty second. I want to say okay. something like that, right around there. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm curious to see what this game's gonna be. Yeah. Like, I hope for Ubisoft's sake that it does something. But they got that Avatar game right now. Maybe that's going to hit. I know AC Mirage has been selling pretty well for them. Yeah. Usually AC does. Um, and I'm curious to see what Avatar is going to do and then leading right into that. I mean, that's a couple big hitters back to back for them. Like, I like Ubisoft. Like, I hope that, you know, we joke about Skull and Bones. I hope it's not just a trash fire. Like, I hope that it does have an audience at least. But we'll see. I could see it coming out and being one of those where it's like, hey, you know what, guys? It's actually pretty fun, you know? Yeah. Like, like I could see it. I've like always a... actually liked the ship combat in the Assassin's yeah. Creed games, like when they first introduced it. And was it three? I think it was three when they it first three, introduced yeah. it. Yeah, I remember it being really cool back then. And it got a little samey over, over the years with the with the Assassin's Creed games. But, uh, you know, I've always enjoyed those. So I don't know. I don't see why it couldn't at least be somewhat fun, right? Yeah. Uh, like, let it be like a Riders Republic, right? Come yeah. Out, find an audience, and then that they you stick with it. Yeah. And then you got that core audience, you know. Like, I I hope that it does. 
a lot of times you have to stick with these games too you know i mean look at yeah. uh look at halo infinite right now you know halo infinite's popping back up you know and yeah. it's just like yeah. and 343 stuck with it yeah to their credit stuck with it i mean look at um, um sea of thieves, sea of thieves. yeah yeah Sea of Thieves it, was it like... It started good, though. At least with Sea of Thieves, like, it just lacked content. Sure. It was good. Yeah. And people liked it to start. It just didn't have a lot you could do. And then they just kept going, and it got bigger, and it's huge. That game is quietly massive, and no one talks about Sea of Thieves. Yeah. That game is huge. It has a huge audience, right? And yeah. It's just, just There's so many people stuck play. with it, you know? It's even mm -hmm. even uh, Fallout 76, you know? It's like, as, That's as much shit as that game has, it has a small enough audience. Like, they keep making There's expansions There's a hardcore audience there. They keep making expansions for it for a reason, you know? They're not going to just keep doing these if no one's playing it. So it's clearly these, these gain an audience at some point. And I think... I don't I don't know where this audience is because I'm just like always like looking for people that like play these things, you know? Like I just never actually find them. But they, you gotta they... go to like the subreddit maybe or <laughs> yeah, like Discord yeah, they're maybe. They're all in there, you know. It's just yeah. like I guess just certain people just like find a game that they really like and want to stick with it for years on end and it's like, you know, that's not my cup of tea personally, but uh you, you know, more power to yeah, you. Yeah, you, you get into these type of things. You're doing that, you know. Like, yeah no. see, like with me at least with my multiplayer days like i was doing that right like halo 2 i was playing for three years almost mm -hmm. just nothing but that or whatever you know the call of duties i would be on that call of duty grind but like yeah destiny i played so much of that like yeah like you don't really seem like that type to like fully go like that so yeah but they these games do find their audience you know yeah definitely so i don't know maybe it'll find a small audience i'm sure it's gonna get shit on at the beginning when it first releases if it's not good right you would hope at this point at least it's technically sound right you know like at yeah, least no no, no like no technical frame rate. glitches right runs yeah. at a good frame rate graphics are okay you know and the, doesn't have like character models popping in and out and shit like that right you would hope at that at least at this point that it's like that and i would say the same thing about the suicide squad game right you would hope because that yeah. game had a very long delay as well now at this point rockstar for the most part pretty technical so rockstar. not rockstar rocksteady i'm sorry yeah yeah rocksteady's yeah. pretty technical i don't they've had like a few issues i think it's usually been with pc though yeah um for like console releases i don't really think that they're you they have like that many problems yeah so. i think because like you can only have so much content in the beginning especially right so as long yeah. as you could come out technically sound and, and then just take care of the content as it comes and gain an audience over time yeah, at least in somewhat of a good position then. But yeah, so we'll have to see if Skull and Bones. It's just been a running joke for a while now. But uh, I was hoping we'd get one more E3 with it so they could bring those uh, singing guys out again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, doing the shanty. They literally showed nothing of the game. Yeah, it was <laughs> just, just the guys singing. Love it. It was great. So much. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why I wanted to be a little more positive with this story. You know, like, we, like, we, we love to joke. We joke about everything on the show. And like that's just who i am i can't not and that's you know that's who you are too like we're just we're gonna joke about it but like there is a serious thing of like this is a game it's a product there's developers working on this game and people just keep making fun of it and like yeah it's kind of funny to poke at it but i hope that it does succeed at least enough i don't want the studio to be shut down because of this game or anything like that sure I will be counterpicking it though on next week, uh, next year's uh, fantasy 100%. critic. 100%. I hope Nick picks it up again because yeah. it's gonna be counterpicked again. Please do, please do, Nick. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> Someone's got to do it, you know. I'm actually gonna. Where are we at with that? I'm gonna take two seconds while you move on. I'm gonna see where we're at with that. I actually haven't looked at a minute either. Yeah. Uh, okay, we will move on then because we got some more release dates to go over. Uh, Capcom held a Dragon's Dogma 2 showcase earlier this week, giving us a new look at gameplay and story of the game and a release date of March 22nd, 2024. Daniel, yes. Dragon's Dogma 2, Capcom. 
I suppose this was their next big game that they were talking about coming out mm-hmm. before the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, this weird because they, they said unannounced specifically in that, mm-hmm. but it's like this was announced, guys. So I don't know. Maybe that was a uh, just an older document um, or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, or it could have been like un- uh, not announced for like an official date announcement. Uh, yeah, maybe that's right. what they meant. Yeah, something because like the room that. people were either thinking it was this or Monster Hunter World Two. Yeah. Uh, which I think people are still thinking it's coming out. So probably I would assume they're not going to shove everything into next year. That's probably the beginning of 2025. You think Monster so? Monster World 2. Yeah. I could see it being a good fall game too, right? Yeah, Specifically with how big loves... World 1 was, you know? World 1 was in Dece- uh, January. Was it? End of okay. January. Yeah. I think they love that beginning of the that year. Early, Have a beginning yeah. of the year, right before the end of their fiscal year. You know, it's going to pop off and it'll be there for the whole year. Um I gotta imagine were... they would have a Resident Evil or something ready to go early 2025. Maybe put that in like March. Yeah. Of like, you know, Monster Hunter and then March. That's what I would guess. Yeah. For Resident Evil 5 remake is what I would guess. Or 9. One, one of the two. Ones. Yeah. Maybe 9 would be next. You um, hope. Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. I didn't play the first one. Wanted to. It seemed very cool. I, I own, uh, uh, what is it? Dark Arisen or whatever that like uh that Master next that the, yeah the xbox whatever. one ps4 yeah update version i own that i would like to try it out at some point um but i might just play this one i don't know it seems cool yeah it looked very cool to me too actually i didn't know this game had like shadow of the colossus vibes going on with it you yeah know? climbing all the monsters I, I, yeah, yeah i didn't really know what exactly this was all about but then i watched the showcase and i was like oh that's cool i really like the idea of running around this big open world and climbing monsters and stuff like that i will say the combat on the ground looked a little a little janky if i'm being honest i was like eh, okay this don't look good. too too good like i've seen better high fantasy combat than this but uh sure. you, you know obviously you got to get the controller in your hands and play it to know how yeah, it really feels so yeah i'm this sure is... it's gonna be great i mean this is a go ahead I, I'm i was sure gonna say, say yeah. yeah this is the dude from devil may cry yeah this is the director of devil may cry this is what he chose to do instead of devil may cry 6 which upsets me when am I going to get Devil May Cry 6? It's been four years. Someday. You're going you're gonna to make me wait another four <laughs> yeah. years? You get one per console generation at this yeah. point. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. That's, that's We're already into this Devil one. Yeah. <laughs> that one was last console gen. Yeah, I think you'll get it before this console gen's over. Please. Yeah, maybe. Capcom, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, this game did look really cool to me. I mean, I'm not like super into high fantasy, so the story wasn't like doing too, too much for me. But uh, it's yeah, definitely I mean, something I'm like willing some, to check out. Right? No, I do. I just say I don't, but uh, I definitely do. <laughs> you like what? So Skyrim? Yeah, I like Skyrim. Um, I like I like Witcher? Witcher. Yeah, I like Witcher a lot too. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones, I love. So Game I don't, of Thrones, yeah, Lord of the Rings. No, see, that's the one where I'm like, fuck you, you know. Oof, big oof, big oof. <laughs> what about Gollum though? You're a big fan. Oh, well, a huge fan of Gollum. I mean, who is yeah. Game of the Year? You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, of course it is. i need to play that game Gotti. i still want to play that game Gotti. there's a uh a, you can get a trial of it on playstation now so oh go, let's go play. nuts kids go nuts No, i'm just gonna buy it. why would you why would you just take a trial of perfection and you could just buy it well you play the trial and then you buy it and then you play it again at least that part that you played in the trial that way you get your play time twice as up. good right yeah yeah why wouldn't you want to replay it well, you could do that, and then then you go on Xbox and play it on Xbox as well. Right, get all the achievements, get all get the all trophies. Is it on Switch? I don't remember. Okay, well, it's on PC as well. Maybe, get all the Steam achievements. Yeah, exactly. Get all the Steam achievements. Wait for the Switch port. I'm sure, there'll be one. 
any day. Well, didn't data, data like didn't they get shut down? We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> no one needs to know about that. But all right, Jake, to talk about too. Uh, early next year, getting very filled out all of a sudden, you know? I guess it kind of already was, but uh, it's busy early next year already. Man, that's it's fucking busy. first six months already. It's yeah, just it's making me sweat. I'm not nuts. even done with this year. What are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah, Baldur's Gate's just... about to come to Xbox. I'm getting ready to play that. I still haven't beaten Alan Wake yet. Oh, God. I've been doing that the past couple Just people weeks, need so to stop talking it. to me when I'm walking. Stop. Sh- <laughs> Love it. I- I'm trying to walk here. Stop saying my name. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it-, it is crazy early next year. You got Yakuza and fucking. Tekken. It's just big games, too. Yakuza, Tekken, Rules of what's gonna Fantasy, What's going to fall Persona already? Remake. Yeah, all four of those. Uh, what's going to fall it just through the cracks already. And what's sad to even say this, because I it seems cool. I want to check it out. Is that Prince of Persia game? Yeah. I might buy Definitely. it just to have it. And, and like, I'm going to show support. Like, I want more things like this or if it's good. Right. Um, But it's like, when am I going to play that? You know, luckily, like, that game is first, it seems right. Yeah, it's like, true. January it's, 15th. Uh, that is like yeah. the first game coming out next year, at least of note. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I would think it will get at least it has a week, right? <laughs> uh, you have to, a week. to be in the limelight. So, you know, make good on that week there, Ubisoft. Uh all right, cool. Our last news story. Uh Beyond Good and Evil is getting a 20th anniversary edition early next year. Uh it will have 4K graphics, 60 FPS, run at 60 FPS, and improved controls and audio. Daniel, there was a very funny thing that happened with this game. So if uh, if you were a Ubisoft Plus member on Xbox and I think PC as well, you could download this game, but it was a- a- an accidental upload by Ubisoft and it was an early version of this game. So like not even the finished version of the Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil remaster, whatever we're calling this. Uh, and like people were playing this and I was like, I was reading comments of people that were playing this and they were all just like, what the fuck is this? What did they, <laughs> what did they do to this game? Because it Wait, just in turn hit the button. It's just so crazy. And it was I guess it was running very poorly and character models just looked awful. And people were just like so upset that like they were like, Why were you do why would Ubisoft do this to this game? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they must just hate this franchise. But uh, apparently somehow an early version of it got uploaded before it was even officially crazy. announced. And it's just like, how does that happen? You know, Ubisoft <laughs> like, is weird. I thought that was so funny. I was like, how how does that even happen? I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be the same reason why, like, they have a lot that leaks all the time. Like, I swear those are on fucking purpose. Well, <laughs> the Assassin's maybe, Creed ones are just like, yeah. it, it always just feels like you guys are just throwing out ideas and you just want to see how fans react to it. I think the big reason why all that stuff happens is that Ubisoft, to their credit, they are a very worldly publisher and developer. They have people everywhere in all these different countries working on one game, right? Like they're very good at like having a bunch of different studios work on whatever Assassin's Creed. So having things have to bounce between all these studios, something's going to slip through the cracks, you know, like that's kind of inevitable. Like you can't really blame them. Yeah. You know, like uh, that's, that's probably what kind of happened here is there's probably a few different studios working on this game and one intern trying to send something and then I don't know, hit the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, yeah. though, the game itself, Beyond Good and Evil, I don't know if you've ever checked this game out. I've played very no, little I have, bit. 
but, 360 um, like that compat version yeah that's why i played it as well just very little of it but it's always been a game i've been like super interested in it looks right up my alley so maybe yeah, it's very something Zelda-y, i check out yeah right? yeah 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 kind of a kind of a beat-em-up i think with the combat wise and then okay more of a traditional platformer uh you know the, sort of that ps2 era platformer mm-hmm. if you uh you know reminiscent of like ratchet and jack and daxter and stuff like that i think it's kind of more along those lines you know kind of like and in the zelda that. okay yeah 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 mixed with that so yeah i don't know it's always been a game i've been interested to check out but uh definitely a cult classic at this point for sure it's very beloved by people that, that like beyond good and evil like yeah. there are some real hardcore fans of that that game yeah definitely and then beyond good and evil 2 being just <laughs> the, the, the longest, longest in development game ever ever at this point it's crazy <laughs> More I than mean, Duke when Duke was Duke. that actually announced? Like, that must have been... 2008, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I think it was supposed to be a 360 game. Yeah, I think, like, I think I read a comment. Was, I, was I don't know if car, this was right? real or not, but, like, I think someone was, like, I was 13 when Beyond Good and Evil 2 got announced. I'm, I'm fucking 20-something now, 28 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so... I think the first trailer was that one on the side of the road with the car. You ever seen that one? Remember, yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. that? The E3? billboard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I think there was a billboard. That was the very first one. And then they had that it was like really the big guy sleeping or something. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then they had the, the 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 new updated re-reveal. Whenever that was, much later. That was more recently. Like 16, 15. Right around there. Yeah. And they had like a whole tech demo with that, with like mm-hmm. a huge open world. I remember them like you flying around the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember them like zooming out and showing the world, and they, it was just like huge. And it was just like, holy shit, what are you guys making here? And it just seemed more, seemed more like a like a tech demo than, uh, than anything. You know, it didn't yeah. really seem like there was like an actual game there. It seemed like they were just showing off tech at that point, which must have been what that was, because it's like I don't even like. Do we think anyone at Ubisoft is currently working on Beyond Good and Evil Two? Well, it's funny you say that because a little after that, uh, they lost uh, Michelle Ansel. Yeah. Remember that? And then he was the big guy. He, I think he was directing the game, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So him not being there, I don't know who picked up that the the directing uh, after it. So, uh, yeah, somebody has to be. They, they've they not said it's, it's done. Yeah. I think after maybe Michelle Ansel left, I think, uh, or fired, I'm not sh- too sure what happened, but... Um, Maybe it just got shaken what that game was going to be. And they've been I, I mean, what it. do you even make it at this point? You know, it's just like, do you try to make a true sequel to the original and make a linear platformer type thing? Or do you didn't seem like that re-reveal was. What yeah, that re-reveal yeah. was some giant open world game, you know, so it's like, I don't it, who knows what this whole franchise now, really. But at least fans of the franchise are getting this now. So hopefully this yeah. is a good port, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, I would like to. I'd like to play. It's a series I'd like to check out, especially that first game. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Was the original Beyond Good and Evil an Xbox exclusive? Because I don't know if this. It, it seems like this mm. one might be. There was no mention of PlayStation or Switch version of this, so I'm I don't, not sure. I don't. Know. I associate it more with Xbox. Yeah, I, I do too. In my mind, so I don't know. Was it was also it on, on GameCube? GameCube? I don't know. We can look because it might have uh, been on PS2 and GameCube. Actually, I always associate it with Xbox. You're right with that backwards compatible version. That's only on. It's, that is the only yeah you know and that's like, like that's up-res. the only version people play nowadays mm-hmm. that's an up version of that game so yeah um i like i said i i associate it with that original xbox beyond good and evil but yeah it might have it might have been somewhere else uh, no yeah it was on playstation 2 and gamecube yeah that's what i thought yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. i think most people associated it with that with that platform i assume mm-hmm. um yeah 
Hopefully this game yeah, comes out. Yeah, so the re-release, whatever that was, the version I think me and you were talking about. 360 version? The 360 yeah. version. That was only on 360, and then it came to PS3 much later. Not much later, but like a year later. Okay, so there is a that version It is on PS3, though. Yeah. Okay. Looks like it. So, yeah. The re-reveal was in 2017, so. 2017. Really? It's supposed if you think to be about, a prequel. If you think about, like, maybe a year later, maybe two, that's when Michelle got left, and who knows what happened. So four years, three years in, in development? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's not that long. Not too I feel like long, we think yeah. it is longer, but after that re-reveal and the shakeup, I don't know. It might not be that long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping for a personal resurgence of of Ubisoft for me at least sometime this gen because I've just been really out with Ubisoft games for a long time now, except for Far Cry, really. You know, Far Cry always hits. Yeah, Far Cry always hits for me. I mean, so it's like, uh, you know, I'm hoping with this Avatar game and then Star Wars Outlaws and uh, Outlaws. That's yeah, gonna, that could really do a lot. Yeah, I think that's the one they're really banking on here to be something good. But uh, it was, you know, I've talked about this before, but it's just like almost all of last gen where I just like really fell out with Ubisoft and uh, haven't been into a lot of their games. So I'm hoping now because that Avatar game definitely interests me and so does the Star Wars game. And hopefully when Assassin's Creed Red actually turns out, comes out, mm -hmm. it, it more i don't know what i want exactly but you know hopefully-esque yeah something something along those lines right and uh you know the splinter cell remake hopefully that hits and stuff like that so i'm pulling for you yeah so. just or just yeah even a new splinter cell where's where's ghost recon yeah. Ghost recon could come back like that was a really big franchise in the 360 era you know there's a lot they could do where's a new rambo 6 game that could yeah. be huge whether it's you know me and you want a new vegas game like a vegas 3 like do that or that Vegas 3 would be sick. I'd yeah. be so into Vegas 3. Yeah, I'd be really um, hyped for that. Or even like a, you know, if they want to keep a Siege, do a Siege 2. I mean, that Siege is... That's I where think I think they go massive. first, right? Yeah, yeah, do a Siege 2. That game would be huge. They yeah. said That's Rainbow another Six game Siege where they 2. just kind of stuck with it. Like, at yeah. launch, that game really didn't catch on at launch. It just didn't have a lot of content. Yeah. And then didn't have the a lot years, of characters. Same thing they, where we were just talking about, man. You just stick with these things. Eventually, over time, they will. the small audience will grow more and more, right? Yeah, and that is Ubisoft. They did yeah. it themselves, right? Yeah. I got to check out Mirage, too, at some point, because that kind of I was own the game. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's it. a good one to buy, at least, because it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I'd even if make more, <laughs> even if it doesn't OG. seem like it seems like the story didn't hit as hard as people would have liked it to, at least from what I read from reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, at least it was a traditional Assassin's Creed game, right? So you have to check that out at some point. Yeah. But, but all right, Daniel, we've now move on to what we've been playing. You haven't been here in a couple of weeks, so I'm curious yeah. to see what you've been playing. Um, so I have um a beat Call of Duty. I think I talked about starting it the last time. I don't remember you doing that, but uh Okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I beat the campaign for Call of Duty, which was cool. not very long. Um I, I think so many questions on this. How how I mean just broad question. How is this? Because I don't it's just been getting shit all left and right. I don't know. The only review I've actually bothered to watch is uh, Mr. Maddie plays review, and he just did not like this at all. So, like, is it is it really that bad? And then, obviously, when you look at the open critic of this, it's at, like, a 50-something. I don't know if this is just uh, people hating on Call of Duty thing or if it's more of, like, no, this was actually just, like, a really rushed product. Uh, I guess that last bit. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it is a rushed product. Um, they do these missions. It's not every mission, but it's a lot of them where 
you're kind of in an area and it's just like you have a few objectives tackle them kind of how you want you could do them stealthily you just go in and kill everything it doesn't matter um i don't like that it doesn't feel good i don't like just having this open it's not call of duty i want it to be it's like an open world sort of no small section open area type thing yes yes i mean obviously it's not like full whatever open whatever but yeah. it, there are little open bits you can kind of tackle things your own way and you have objectives you can do Interesting. or you have to do is it just one of those there's a bunch of them oh okay okay like one area of, uh yes oh it's wow. one area you do your mission and then you're out okay uh but then they have multiple missions that you have to do that i just don't like those missions i don't think that structure fits call of duty at all okay um the like there are some really cool bits to the story um it just leaves it off at a cliffhanger interesting um like i uh it definitely feels rushed i i wish that they would have just waited and i guess treyarch is not ready i yeah. guess whatever the new black ops game is gonna be really big so treyarch's just not ready yet yeah and sledgehammer i'm not i guess sledgehammer did a lot of the work on this game and not infinity ward which it seems kinda, like they made the whole campaign which kind of sucks because it seems like they keep getting the short end of the stick. Yeah. So, I mean, me and Sims uh, were talking about this maybe last week or the week before that, but Jason Schreier reported that this whole game was made in less than a year and a half, uh, or at least on the campaign that side. It was made in less than a year and a half, and like Sledgehammer was rushed, and apparently they were promised they wouldn't be rushed with their next project, and, and they were made to do this. That's and crazy. Originally, the team thought this was going to be an expansion, the, the whole yes. campaign thing to Modern yes. Warfare 2 instead of this being the full-blown Modern Warfare 3. Do you think that would have been a better route for this? No, I wouldn't have wanted that. You wouldn't have wanted it that either? No, because like there are no spoilers. There are like a few major plot points in this mm -hmm. that feels like that'd be a waste in DLC. Interesting. Okay. If that makes any sense. Like, I think that if they, what they could have done is that they wanted to try and experiment with the DLC and do these, those missions where you just drop off do some missions and stuff on uh, in, in a level have that be part of the dlc let, let that that be the dlc where you're just like you're playing as um task force 141 and you're just going to missions trying to like follow makarov which is kind of what you're doing don't have like the main overarching plot happen until the next modern warfare game when it comes out if you wanted to do dlc like that i would say sure but there are big I don't want to spoil too much. There are, there's like, really, there's one big plot point that I feel like is important for actual the next big modern warfare game, which is probably at this point a few years away. <laughs> you know, yeah, you uh, think right? Probably at least another three years. Yeah, Black right. Ops and somewhere then, like that. Yeah. yeah, um, but yeah, like I, I don't think it's as much of a mess as people think it is, but it, 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 it does feel like a rush project and. Um, how would you compare this one to sorry to interrupt but like how would you compare this one to other campaigns more recent campaigns like go go back to um, what was sledgehammer's last one vanguard vanguard okay vanguard's so, a better campaign is it okay uh and then this has this, some cool would you call this much better than modern warfare 2 and modern warfare 1 the reboots at least uh is this one better than them yeah, or, or worse, no, much no, worse or better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Modern Warfare 1 and 2 reboots are yeah. on the much higher end of, like, 
Call of Duty campaigns. Like they're both very good. Okay. Uh, especially I think Modern Warfare One is really up there. Modern Warfare Two is just very fun. Mm. Has like a lot of cool characters. I think it's a really good campaign as well. Modern Warfare One reboot is up there. This is. It has some cool parts, and like I really think they're. I, I mean, I guess I've been saying this for really all of the modern, new Modern Warfare stuff. Their engine that they use for their like cutscenes is like second to none right now. Yeah. Like even with this campaign being bashed and stuff uh, for critics, like if you go look at the cutscenes for Modern Warfare 3, it's better than anything on the market. Yeah. It's just not close to. It's not close. It's nearly realistic. Crazy. Like you're just looking at nearly near just people. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. Which I think I could be wrong. I think it's Blur. If you know, if you know Blur. Yeah. It's a lot they, of War, Warcraft and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think Blur is working on this, and Blur, like, they're no joke. Crazy. Um, yeah. So it looks it, like the cutscenes look great. Um. Yeah, I beat it. I enjoyed it because it's just Call of Duty and it's kind of explosions and fun, but. It's definitely not one of Call of Duty's best. So did this kind of wrap things up for Modern Warfare again? Or do you think no. there'll be a Modern Warfare 4 now? No. If I were to hmm, if I were to like try to tell you where the this story is without spoiling, this kind of is like just because of how they're doing the story, and this is the Modern Warfare 3, it the timeline's a little different than how the original trilogy was right so this kind of leaves you at a point where like right after like they kind of took modern warfare 2 and 3 og and kind of put them into one so not everything has come to a head yet but a lot of like that we're in that middle part of a trilogy if that makes sense okay does that make sense yeah so they kind of took they've kind of expanded it more Gotcha. Instead okay. of just being one trilogy, it's like so. Does it maybe does maybe it hit the same a... story beats of for Modern the most Warfare? part? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I didn't know a... that's what there's they were more going characters. For. Yeah, okay. there is, and there's more characters, and it takes a little bit more to get to the points, but it hits points that the the OG does. Okay. So uh, instead of like a trilogy, I'm thinking this might be a five parter, like do a five act game, yeah. and we're in yeah. the third act. We're okay. in like the dark part. Maybe in the maybe four is also dark, but we're in kind of that act now. The Empire we're not Strikes like, Back. Gotcha. Yes, that's where we are right now. Honestly, it's pretty close to the yeah. <laughs> Darth Vader came up at the end. So yeah, he, he slaughtered so Captain wow. Bryce. Just stabbed oh, Captain Bryce. Be badass. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanos came in and snapped. All right, shit. Would it. you let Would you let Vader force choke you? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Gotta take that cape off though. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh anything else you've been playing that? Or actually have yeah. you dipped your toes in multiplayer at all? In uh, that is one Modern thing Warfare I did 3? not do. You didn't do I, that. I okay. should, I should. Because yeah. it has those Modern Warfare two maps. Yeah, I'd be I curious. Love. Yeah, yeah I, I was talking to the some people at work about it and they weren't they weren't too happy with the, the multiplayer, but I don't know. That's just a very small group, so I'm kinda curious to see what what the multiplayer is actually about. I know uh on the Finding Duke they they were actually super into the multiplayer mode, so I'm you know, kinda wondering Apparently like people bashing the campaign people yeah. are off into the multiplayer are they cool. it's like yeah people yeah. are loving what they did i think with movement and stuff like i think yeah. they've, they've brought in some like some like little tweaks that like people like from like older games back people like these new maps the updated versions of these maps like modern warfare 2 is a huge game back in the 360 so like people 
are really nostalgic for those maps, you know? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, um, I'll just get to Alan Wake real quick. Yeah. Uh, I've only, I think I played about four hours. Really enjoying it so far. Uh, did the two chapters of Saga. I think I'm on the second chapter as Alan. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Really atmospheric. Um, my only, like, gripe with the game so far, maybe it's just me and how I'm playing, is, like, I feel like it's a little aimless at times. Like, yeah. I wish it was a little more linear. Okay. Like, I don't... Do you, does that make any sense? Like I a little bit. I think once you get like the flow of the game, I kind of think that fades away a little bit. But uh, okay. yeah, I don't. You you know maybe you just feel that throughout the like whole those game. woods. I, I was kind of lost for a little bit with Saga, sure. like trying to figure out where I, what I was doing. Yeah, I'm a, I was at, like a part with like a a, a city, or, like I got out to like a streetway. Yeah, like a like a few blocks, mm -hmm. and, like with Alan, and I was like I'm I'm a little lost. Like I kind of know what I need to get. Yeah. Um, but like, I wasn't too sure. It didn't take too long. I wasn't, I wasn't nearly as lost in the streets as I was with the, the, the woods. It was sure. really dark. Yeah. Maybe I should have upped my brightness, but I, I was, I was a little lost with Saga for a bit. Yeah. It's definitely easy to get lost. I don't know if, if you're like searching for collectibles or anything. It's, uh, if you're no, just trying to go to the next story point, kind of just go to the next story point at the, because they do give you points to break and then go like look for collectibles and stuff like that. Little Easter eggs and stuff if you want and you can get very lost during those i think okay um but yeah i'm really enjoying it look look forward to uh continuing it like i definitely want to beat this before our awards at the end of the year or yeah, at definitely. the beginning of next year um but i the other game that i played and beat uh like a dragon guide in hell the yeah man who erased his name um i think i beat it in about 12 and a half hours or so okay. um which is really not like that significantly less than like a mainline. Like if you're the mainline of Yakuza game, it's really like not that much shorter, you know? Yeah. Probably lift like, I'd say closer to 20 for most of the mainline games. So, I mean, it's a little bit shorter, but like, like it's, it's a good chunk of Is game this one in general, just more linear than no mainline Yakuza games or it, it, there is that whole and, open world stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's all going on too. Okay. I think there's just a little less story, a little less cutscenes. Okay. Um, but for 50 and it's 50 bucks too it's like they're charging less too yeah and you still get more than you get for most games you know like this is this is a lot here um so yeah you get to basically play kiryu's story from like where they kind of leave him off in six kind of what he does before spoilers you see him in seven um so it kind of it's riding all the way to there and it even no spoilers at all but he it kind of tell gets you to where he's going to be in eight. Um, oh, okay, cool. Kind of in in Hawaii, like there is like an extra credit scene of like how he gets to Hawaii. And There's stuff. a post credit scene. Oh yeah. There's actually oh, that's two. That's dope. There's that's two. dope. Oh wow. Nick yeah. Fury's sitting there putting together mm -hmm. a team. I gotta tech you talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who would else do you want, Kiri? Like, imagine Kiri <laughs> punching like Thanos. He'd kill him, <laughs> him immediately. <laughs> Take Thanos uh, to uh, karaoke. That'd be fun. Whoa, yeah. that'd be yeah. sick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat, I beat, beat the game. Uh, it's, it's for the most part, it's just like a normal beat 'em up Yakuza game. Uh, they have a new fighting style for Kiryu. It's called the Agent Fighting Style. Uh, which is very cool. It's a little more um, 
so you have two fighting styles in this game. You have his normal, like, kind of like Yakuza Dragon fighting style. So it's very hard hitting. Um, that's kind of one you want for, like, the bosses or, like, heavier enemies deal a little more damage. The agent style is a little bit more for a lot of the enemies when you have a bunch and a lot of, like, crowd control. Um, so you get these, like, little gadgets you can do. Um, you kind of hold all the face buttons, and each one is a gadget. Um, so you have, like, one of them is, like, a drone, and he'll shoot out a couple drones, and it'll kind of attack people for a second. You have um, one where you throw, like, a little cigarette grenade, and it'll blow up. Um, another one is you get, like, rocket boots, basically, and you can, like, jet around and, like, knock into people. Fuck Pretty yeah. cool. That's Yeah, dope. very cool. <laughs> what is uh, that? <laughs> and wait for this one. Ready? Kiryu has a grappling hook in a watch, like James Bond. It's sick. Awesome. And you can, you can like, grapple someone and then, like, do that and bring him towards you. You can punch what? him. Or you can grapple someone and knock him into someone else. What? Dude, it's <laughs> sick. Give me, give me like Spider-Man mechanics in this game. Let me swing around that. In city. some of the cutscenes, he's grappling. He, no, you do this thing in the middle of this big fight. No spoilers. In the towards the end, mm. there are people on like on top of a roof. He grapples up to them and then like starts fighting them. You That's kidding me? Kill you with a grappling hook? That's are you badass. <laughs> it's insane. Everything's better with a grappling hook. Yes, everything. We said this for years. Everything is better with a grappling hook. Uh, yeah, the agent fighting style is really good. I like it. I don't know if I could say I like it more than his dragon stance, just because the dragon stance just does so much more damage. Sure. Um, it's not as good for crowd control, though, because you're kind of single target, just beating people up more. Um, but yeah, so the combat's very fun if you like Yakuza's combat. Still kind of has like the same problems a lot of the time where there's not really a lock-on system, so when you, there's a lot of people around you, it's kind of hard to like, I want to pick that guy that's really weak so i can take him out real quick so yeah. like it kind of has that problem but like it's just a fun combat you know pick stuff up whack somebody with a chair grab a bicycle and slam it on someone you know like it's normal yakuza fighting cool did uh, you story uh, did, did you check out the demo at all for yakuza 8 i didn't i don't want to spoil it for me you don't want it i don't okay, i, okay. I, I, don't, I I don't. I don't want it. <laughs> I think it's really cool though that that unlocks after it is very you cool, beat yeah. the uh, the campaign, right? Yeah. I think you get to play as both Kasuga and Kiri, right? I think I don't. I, I haven't read too much about it actually, but okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I just I don't. I don't want it spoiled. I don't yeah. want it spoiled. Yeah. We are just, super close to that game. I know that's end, what my so. thought was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the story, it, you know, it's it's a little smaller, uh, but it, I think it's I think it's a very good story for them. Um, there is one scene kind of towards the end of the game that I might argue for the, one of the best moments of the year when wow, we get there. Cool. I put it already on our list. When we get to those awards, it might be, I have to kind of go through the other games again, but I might argue for it to be the best moment. It's up there. Damn. Yeah. It's emotional to say the least. That's awesome. And it, it, I'd be curious to talk to someone that hasn't played at least most of the games. And how that moment hits. I don't really want to say too much. Harkens back to a lot of the older ones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very particular thing about his past and kind of where he it goes through in all these games that is very emotional. Um, I'd be yeah, I'd be curious to know for someone that kind of jumped into this just to play before, like if if, if somebody's only played seven and then this and now they're going to play eight. I'd be curious if that scene, how that scene hits. Interesting. 
Yeah, I'm sure you could still get the emotional weight of it, but if you've played yeah, all the games, the same, yeah. yeah, definitely more. Cool. But yeah, it's a worthwhile experience. Like, I, I know that you haven't played it yet, but if you're going to, I know you're going to play eight, so you, I think you need to play Gaiden. Do you? Okay. I yeah, so. I, I don't know if I want to play it or if I just want to watch a story recap type thing. On uh, yeah, I mean, that's gonna be yeah. up to you. Yeah, I've it never been super into the uh, the beat 'em up combat in the Yakuza yeah. side, so I, I don't know if I necessarily want to play through it. But it is shorter, so it is on Game Pass too. So maybe I download it. Check it, it is out, on Game get Pass, into yeah. It, right? Yeah, so definitely an easy one to pick up and play. It doesn't have to. English dub. It is it is in Japanese. Mm, maybe I wait for that. Which is fine though. I love Kiryu's Japanese voice. Yeah. Um. Like Kiryu in like seven when I played it with that uh, original English voice, I think it's good. It's not nearly as good as Kiryu's Japanese voice. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the. Uh, I don't know if it changed from seven to the it new did. one. It did. Okay, yeah. So a lot yeah. of people don't so, like this new guy. In all of Kiryu. Yeah, so that's a new. That's a YouTuber, Yong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, which I like, Yong. Um, so the. I think the only other Yakuza game that was like translated was the original game, the okay. first game. So they they got the same guy to do the first game as they did in seven, and for some reason they're not bringing him back. I don't yeah, know. It's why. interesting they're changing. Yeah, I don't know why, but they got Yong to do it. So I I have not heard Yong's Kiryu at all. I don't know what it sounds like. So I'd be curious so I know what I could play. I played seven all in English. Did you? Okay. I was just curious. Uh, even though I played, you know, one through, you know, zero through six plus judgments. I think I did the judgments. Maybe I did the judgments in English. I don't remember. But those are in English, too. I think so. The judgment games. Yeah. OK. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear Young. I, I would like to check it out, though. I know the people are mixed on him. Yeah. That's what I've heard, too. All right. Cool. Um, What have I been playing then? I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. I, I jumped back into the OG Final Fantasy VII just to get hype nice. for uh, hype for Rebirth here. Did you I, continue from where you left off last time? No, no, I just restarted? restarted the whole thing. Yeah, and now I checked it out a little bit after Remake came out, so that was mm -hmm. way back in 2020. Yeah. So that was already like three years ago. So might as well just restart the whole thing. And yeah, I got super into it this time. At least uh, all last weekend, I had like a four day weekend over thanksgiving so i was like eh, i need something to do here so whatever fucking popped into final fantasy 7 and yeah man i'm super into it now all of a sudden i don't Still know playing yeah man fucking uh fucking turn base i don't know what happened here you know <laughs> over the years you could tell because i wasn't into it in 2020 you know i wasn't into Not it at, at all. all and now i'm like super I've watched into this it. journey yeah this <laughs> is uh everyone go back and watch every episode of their gods and you can see someone fall in love with their yeah, persona games. all of it yeah. This game is very interesting with its turn-based combat, actually. Because it's, it's active time battle. Yeah, active time yeah. mechanic. And you got to wait for the time bar to fill back up before you can make your next move and stuff like that, which is a little interesting move. I like seeing how all these different turn-based games like handle it just like slightly, slightly different. differently, yeah. you know? And it's like it's very interesting how they all kind of come to different conclusions uh, about how to handle their combat. But yeah, I'm super into it. Super into the story now, too. So obviously, I love Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I'm going to... I already love this world and its characters and stuff like that, so... It was pretty easy for me to get into, but uh, yeah, it's just funny seeing. It, it was funny playing through all of Midgar and, and seeing 
how quickly that goes compared to a remake it's like six you know? hours maybe yeah it, it's super quick you know and like i was like oh this is already where the end of remake is <laughs> wow crazy you know it's just uh how different things are handled like that i'm mostly playing it because i want that like perspective of like things they change in in rebirth and stuff like that you know so that whole you know weird sephiroth angle in remake right where they yeah did you did you run into him with did you run into that giant snake uh giant snake I don't know if i fought a giant snake yet well, oh in the open world where you need the yeah 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 yeah. i did fight that thing <laughs> and then sephiroth comes and kills it no he didn't come and kill it yet oh interesting that's so yeah there's like a big is snake that in the story that... or is that just happening? no i oh, so when i played it i think I... it killed me when i ran into it so maybe it, it was that yeah maybe it just kills you too quick yeah um so i didn't play much after the midgar section but like when you go into the open world i forget what, where it is but you run into this big snake and then sephiroth just comes and kills it and then he leaves oh, i didn't know sephiroth yeah. killed it yeah interesting yeah i think it killed me so i didn't get to see that uh, i'll have to go back there and fight it again maybe he comes and just randomly kills it that's hilarious that he comes and kills yeah that it's snake really it was i was like whoa so he doesn't strong. even say anything he just comes and kills that snake yeah, mm -hmm. interesting yeah because you need a chocobo to get past that thing so I was like, because uh, um, if you go to the Chocobo, the Chocobo farm, yeah, you go to the Chocobo farm and they tell you that like, oh, yeah, the, the snake's going to get you if you uh, if you don't have a Chocobo. So I was like, oh, OK, let me go around. Look yeah, for you a Chocobo. can give the snake the Chocobo and you can leave. <laughs> Sacrifice this Chocobo. Yeah. <laughs> Stay there, Chocobo. Yep, it's food. <laughs> That's not what happens. It's interesting <laughs> how many uh, like mini games are in this game. I never realized yeah, like how. Yeah so i found it i got to the the golden saucer right which Ooh, i've never about. been there but yeah, yeah it's so it's like an amusement park and slash casino right <laughs> and uh cool. there's just tons of mini games there you know it's i don't know because it's like final fantasy 7 in my mind all i picture is midgar you know and it's like i never yeah. really picture outside there is more of midgar, fantasy you know if you never well. play it you know it's like you, you get out there and it's just like no, there's like tons of small cities, right? Like really small cities. So I'm very curious to see how they're going to handle all that in Rebirth because I think they're going to have to expand these cities a lot, you know? And I'm curious to see uh, how exactly that's all handled. And then there's like tons of mini games and stuff like that and uh, side quests, a little bit, stuff like that. It's like a very linear RPG, but at the same time, like it does have, uh, you know, side well, it's it's also expansion old, and stuff like that. Right? Yeah yeah it, oh dude it's so funny walking around the uh the open world map and <laughs> it just looks yeah. it looks so janky <laughs> and you're just like what what is this yeah, but uh yeah no so i'm really liking it from a story standpoint stuff like that seeing where these characters go it's interesting because they have seems like all the characters kind of have their own uh almost like loyalty missions from mass effect you know but mm. they're like they're integrated into the main story as well so it's like you kind of get background stories to all these different characters like i did I did like Red Thirteen's whole side story. You go to like his hometown and stuff like that, and I was like, that was really cool. You did you do something really cool for Barrett and stuff like that, and then so I got um the other side characters that you don't actually meet in the remake. So I got I got Yuffie, I got Vincent. Mm -hmm. uh, they seem. Like I think those cool are characters. actually missable, right? Yeah, in, so, the, in the original. Yeah, Yuffie is super easy to get. You just run into her in the woods somewhere, and like she's just kind of random encounter, and then after you defeat her, oh. she joins your team. And then Vincent, I had to look up because I was like, I know he's here because I was in the Shinra Mansion and I know he's there. <laughs> yeah, he's in like. What's a funny coffin, too right? is like a lot of this story is like already kind of spoiled for me because, well, obviously I know the big thing that happens just because you, you can't be in the video games and not know the big thing that happens. Mm -hmm. But then uh, the a lot of it's spoiled for me too because I played Crisis Core so much and it's like. Sure. So did you get to that big thing already? 
Uh, not yet. I think I'm going there right now. Okay. I think it's at the Temple of Ancients, and I'm going there mm. right now. That's like my next thing. So, uh, I, I think I think I'm right. And plus, Aerith had to come with me for the next thing. And that's the first time that's happened in this game. So I think I'm mm. right there where it okay. is. Interesting how that happens. It's like it, it never happened like that in my mind, just from the outside of never playing this game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, interesting how to get there. But yeah, so I, like I knew Vincent was in the Shinra Mansion, and I knew he was in that coffin because of that. So I had to look up how to get him. It was actually like super complicated how to get him. It was like, mm. yeah, you had to like read different things in the mansion to get a code to a safe, and then you get a key to that door, and it was just like uh... this whole thing. It's like I could see why everyone would miss Vincent. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if I was like playing this with no walkthrough, no guy, no internet, you know, in the nineties, you gotta have someone in school tell you how to do it. Yeah, exactly. That that's totally. T- I would totally want to walk. Where's right that nerd that. in school? How yeah, do you that, get Vincent? Like, hey, did you guys get the vampire guy in the coffin? You're making shit up. You know, it's like the kid that says his uncle works at Nintendo. Like, yeah, it's the same shut kid. Shut same up. kid. We all know that kid. <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> so yeah, I got him. But then Vincent, the thing about Vincent too is he's clearly the strongest of just like, oh, you want Vincent on your team. You know what I mean? Because he just he? he wrecks everything. His uh his limit move is just it just wrecks everything. It's like all right. So, are, are you not going to have anyone else and you're, you're just going to have Vincent? No, I've been switching them in and out, okay. it, it, which is interesting because it seems like most people, from what I was reading on uh, just like walkthroughs and Reddit and stuff, most people just kind of pick a team. And, but I've just been switching them in and out because I just kind of want different characters. And it's interesting, too, because like different characters react to things differently. And it's like a very old game to do that type of thing. Like it's like a Mass mm-hmm. Effect type thing, right? But uh, you wouldn't expect a game from 97 to do that, but, it, but they kind of do, so... Yeah, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it this far. I'm super into the story now. And uh, yeah, I definitely want to see it through, especially before so Earth comes out. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a replay remake too before that comes out. Whoa, you're yeah. going in. Yeah, I might go in on this, you know, get all, all you know, right. Final Fantasy before Reaper yeah, I mean, comes if, out. if you're going to go in, I'm going to help you. Number one, you got to watch Advent Children. I, I'm going to watch Advent Children. Yeah, I've, I've uh, seen that movie when I was very young, but uh, mm-hmm. so I, w- I would like to watch it again with context now. Yeah. And then number two, you gotta play the Dirty Dirge. You gotta play what? Dirge of Cerberus. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Don't make me do this. You gotta play Dirge of Cerberus. You have to. I wanted to get the platinum because then I would have all the Final Fantasy seven games platinum, at least the ones that you can. Uh... But uh, I think I already fucked it up. There's something you had to do in like the beginning and carries over to the end. But uh, I don't know. Maybe someday. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, that's all I've been playing for now. I want to check out that Avatar game next week. I think I'm going to buy it. So You're going to get it? I think so, yeah. Right, I mean, right. my expectations are so low that, yeah. like, I, I I mean, I think I'd probably be pleasantly surprised when it actually comes yeah. out, you know? I guess I'll wait for reviews because if there's, like, bad technical issues with it, then I'll just wait a little while, wait for them to patch Does it. Does Massive ever have bad technical issues? Like, have no. any of the Division games? I, yeah, Not that I remember of, so, you know, I'm not necessarily expecting that, but if there is, you know, it's not it's not something I'm, like, eagerly anticipating and yeah. got to play day one, so it's like, if there are technical issues, something I'll to play. wait, but yeah, it's uh, Avatar Far Cry game? Hey, I'll, I'll play that. Why not? Sure. I mean, it's. I mean, me and you both are pretty big Far Cry fans. I know you didn't really even finish. Um, yeah, I never even finished six. Didn't finish but, six, uh, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be curious if you actually like play this and. Yeah, I, I think I will. Why not? It sounds like a fun little December game, you know. Yeah, I wish it was third person. Like that might make me want to play it more. Yeah. All right. Well. That's going to do it for Nerd Guts Podcast, episode 199. Thank you all so much for watching. Please remember to subscribe to us over at youtube.com slash nerdgods. You can also find us available on all audio platforms. Daniel, anything else you want to say?
uh what, what is it what did the rock say like enjoy your gaming is that what he said yeah remember at the game awards he was like enjoy your game when he was like okay. he's like enjoy your gaming okay well happy easter xbox see you next time guys bye bye everybody <laughs>